Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As we continue to celebrate the feast of the ascension of our Lord, and marvel at His ascent into the heavens as the angels themselves marveled at His... I like the image that the hymnody kind of like, He just kind of goes past them, and they're all just kind of like... Okay, we weren't expecting that. That he sits down at the right hand of God the Father. We have a special commemoration of St. Justin the Philosopher, who is from the early church, the second, third centuries, which is generally a time, if you look at a church history book, they would call this uh, time of the apologists. For Justin, the philosopher was, as the title given to him, right? He's a martyr, he's also a philosopher, was one of those seekers of that time who became a great apologist for the church. St. Justin uh, sought the truth. And you can see because he went to every philosophy that was available at the time. He went and learned from the Stoics. And when he learned from them, he then went over to the Aristotelians, the ones who walk around, the peripatetics, right? This is, they would go around, I'm sure you've seen folks when they talk, I kind of do it. (laughs) And they would walk and talk, right? Then he would go to the Pythagoreans, contemplate the spheres, math, etc., the mysteries of the world, And then he ended up with the Platonists, those who followed Socrates and Plato. In the ancient world, philosophy was not something that you went and did like intro to philosophy course, and you registered at the local university, and you went over there at 9 o'clock on Tuesday morning, and you sat for an hour and a half while everybody shared their opinions about philosophies of life or tried to. There's always, I don't know, did anyone take intro to philosophy in college? There was almost always somebody who was into Nietzsche. <coughs> there's almost, and you can tell by the way they dress. You, there's always somebody who is like actually into poetry but thought they were into philosophy. There was always the one who was into some random German that you could, it was hard to pronounce their name. There was always somebody who was really into Ayn Rand and the libertarian to the core. I'm just, I can think of their faces as I'm going through this right now. There was the existentialist, who usually was allied with the Nietzschean. There was, you know, just, and it wasn't this kind of individualism, but what would happen was, if you were going to go study philosophy, this was not a kind of, let's sit around, smoke, you know, cigarettes, and argue with each other in the cafe. This is where you went and you put yourself at the feet of a master, of a teacher, and you basically lived the life of the disciples of whoever that teacher was. So if it was the Stoics, you would go and find somebody, they would give you, here's our text, these are the things that we study, and you would have somebody that would form you, basically. This is how you are to live your life, according to the principles that we, I mean, I say Stoicism, they weren't going around saying, I'm a Stoic, and that guy over there, he's really into Plato. It was not exactly like that. But you could basically see these different schools. So. Justin is somebody who was not ever settled. He kept 
looking and looking. At least, his life tells us at least four different schools. This isn't, again, like his junior year, he took a course in, you know, studying Aristotle. This is where he went and submitted himself into the life of a community and tried to understand how to live in the world. When Justin, as he, I'm sure he's starting to say, okay, I've got to figure out where I need to land, as he's with the Platonists, he encounters a Christian elder who was familiar with philosophy and basically got him to see that no matter what the school of thought was, is that he needed God from outside, as in God needed to actually be revealed to man. Because all of these philosophies, it was basically, this is how Aristotle was like, this is how we're going to study the world, and this is basically the, the basics of how logic works. This is how we understand the world, and we need to live according to this. The Stoics are like, we understand the basic structure of the world, and therefore we need to live dispassionately. And then the Platonists, I'm sure there was many different schools of Platonism, because that's just the way Platonists were. And uh, he didn't hang out with the Cynics yet, because the Cynics are just kind of crazy. Uh, that, that comes later in the story. But Justin, in submitting himself and realizing that all of these philosophies, and there's good things from all of this, and Justin will take things from this as he enters into the church, that there is still something missing that made it all make sense and gel or jive together for what the world is, what are humans, and what are we supposed to do. With this, he then began studying scripture and became convicted of the God of scripture. And it was not long after this that he witnessed the martyrdom of two Christians. And that was something that just made everything fall into place for him. And he writes an apology. Now, when you think of an apology, you think that I'm saying, probably, Justin wrote, I'm sorry for, etc., etc., right? Is that what you think when you think of the word apology? Apologia means a defense. St. Justin, the apologists, they were not going around apologizing for Christianity to everyone. They were going around making a defense of Christianity. And St. Justin had the gall to write up a book of defending Christianity and send it to the emperor and the senate. Basically saying, we need to stop persecuting Christians. This actually affected, for there was a cessation of killings, and he actually had a writing from the emperor saying, we're not going to kill Christians anymore. St. Justin, and you can still, his, there's much of his work that's been translated into English, would engage with not only the philosophers, but also with Jews, and with to all he would make a defense for the hope that he had found in Jesus Christ. And part of the reason why he was called philosopher is because he never uh, let go of the philosopher robes. If you're a philosopher, you dress in a certain way. That doesn't mean like a black turtleneck, but this meant, you know, <laughs> that he dressed in the robe that everyone knew this person was dedicated his life to philosophy. If you still see icons, you can see that he's dressed in a particular way. But with St. Justin, 
he knew that faith was not opposed to reason. It's not that he jettisoned the things that he had learned from before. He took piecemeal things that made the most sense that could be brought into the faith. Not brought in as in it needed an alien transportation, but it was something that faith was not against reason, but that you needed the revelation of God for reason itself to make sense, for it to have an end. This is also why St. Justin is famous for his teaching that there is aspects of the logos, of the reason of God, of the wisdom of God throughout all of creation. A simpler way of saying this is St. Justin realized that there's fragments of truth in all of the different schools that he had been in and that he encountered throughout the world. There are fragments of truth in Buddhism, in Hinduism, Judaism, the ancient philosophies, even some of the Germans and French later on. There are fragments of truth through all of them. The problem is they just didn't have how to assemble it, how to make sense of the revelation of God and Jesus Christ. This is what drove Justin to defend, writing an apology, also apologia, to Marcus Aurelius. Maybe some of you are familiar with that name. You can go buy his book at Barnes & Noble. Barnes & Noble still exists somewhere where people read things. But you can, I guess you can get on Amazon and buy Marcus. A famous stoic, an emperor even. But it was when Justin encountered a cynic, a particular philosopher, and a cynic is, again, not somebody who's just cynical, but somebody who lived in a particularly, um, have you ever heard of Diogenes, the cynic, where there's a famous story where the emperor is standing before him and he's like laying on the ground, kind of back, you know, sunbathing, and he basically tells the emperor, can you move, because you're like in my way, I can't see what's there. It's like he just has no care for what this world has. There was a cynic who was envious of him because he would engage in arguments with Justin, and Justin always seemed to best him in these arguments, such that the cynic stirred up a bunch of trouble, just like we've been reading the Book of Acts for the past few weeks, and got Justin thrown in prison, and there in prison, he then poisoned him. Which is a very philosopher's way to go, to be poisoned in prison. So we remember Justin because he was someone who sought the truth and had a great desire for truth that it kept pushing him from this school of thought to that school of thought until he found Christianity and then set his roots down and then would write defenses of the faith to those because he did not see faith and reason opposed to one another, but that they were actually deeply rooted in one another. That he saw and encountered wisdom wherever he saw what was true, he'd be able to say, that is a part of truth. And it's actually Christ's truth. This, of course, as we know from many examples of the early church, and even up to this day, to witness to the church, to the truth, to Christ put you in a position of witnessing that might make you have to make the ultimate witness of giving up your life for the sake of Christ. So as we consider Christ having taken our flesh up into heaven, having given us the path, having revealed to us God the Father, that we, in looking to the gift of the Holy Spirit, where we cry out to God the Father, be thankful for the relationship 
that we have with God, that God has revealed himself, that he has men like Justin to witness to the truth that is revealed in Jesus Christ, even to the point of shedding his blood, that we may, like Justin, witness to the truth of the ascended Lord, whom we await his spirit in just a few short days. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.